Today we are talking about the beloved N64 and the top 10 games that you should be playing on it with a twist. Welcome to Bits of Time, and today we are making a list of the N64 games, but there is a twist, like I said. And that twist is we are going to take the five games you must own slash play on the N64, and five games you should give a shot. So these are the games, maybe they're a little underrated, maybe they're hidden gems, but we made a list, each of us, and we're going to see if there's any overlap in we get to talk about some great N64 games. Oh, yes. And that lovely voice you were listening to is my brother, Michael, and I am Larry. This is our N64 5 and 5. So the mark, the exclusives, maybe the best games to play on the N64, and then the ones maybe you haven't heard of. Now, this, you've probably heard of them. But. This was tricky, man. Uh, I, I think we're going to start with the, the marketable or like the, the top five that you must play first. I'm curious if we agree on this list. I think... For me, I'm just going to get right into it. Well, I do have oh, to no, you don't. Okay. put a caveat. I made this list coming from 2022. What games should you go back to and play now? I think that's a big... Okay, so that's a key point because I think there is one game on this list that is interchangeable and it's going to be interesting to see what we decide to settle on. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sounds good. But Okay, so I didn't necessarily for my marketable rank them. It's just, these are the five games I think there's a mishmash. We can just kind of put them on. Did you? I kind of ranked them, but yeah, I think whatever happens, whatever happens. Okay, well, so my fifth that I have on this list is, and you can argue it, I think maybe there is another one that you could possibly put in this place, but Mario Kart 64. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I just think from, so, and again, I like dabbling in lots of different genres, and I think this kind of hits that market where there's really not a better kart racer out there. Mm, okay. uh, for the N64. For the N64. I'm willing to say that maybe Diddy Kong is a possible. Okay, so I also have this on my list, but I have slash Diddy Kong Racing. And this is how I'm going to pitch it. If you are playing the N64 with a lot of people, play Mario Kart 64. Because the battle mode and the courses, you are going to have so much fun. That is the best battle mode out of any Mario Kart. Even to this day, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is awesome, but Mario... Kart 64 has the best battle mode. Okay, so can, can we put a pin in this one, though? Because I think based on what we do with the rest of the list, if I'm, let's say, trying to advertise these top five games to sell my system, I want to see what the rest of the games are because I think there might be a Mario-heavy theme, potentially. And if that's the case, maybe that's where I'd put in Diddy, Diddy Kong. Because Diddy Kong Racing has the strength of a single-player game. Yep. The amount of stuff you do in that game... Oh, it's a good game. That music, though. Oh, man. Okay. Well, so then, I'm just going to get it out of the way because we're talking about this already. Super Mario 64. Super Mario 64 has to be on this right? list. Yeah. Like, <laughs> to me, it's number one. I think it's like mm. the best game on the N64. It, you know, a lot of people think the camera's all wonky, and we've talked about that before. And it's so amazing that they knocked it out of the park on their first 3D iteration. It feels so good, especially on the N64 controller, that analog mm. for Mario moving around. Ugh. Well, and I think that's that's why maybe the game, some people talk about it being a little weird. It, you, it was clearly built with that analog uh, stick, the single one in the middle in mind. His movements are very good with that. Mm. I obviously have my complaints with the cameras, like you mentioned. A lot of people do, but yeah, I, I think this is a synopsis. Unanimous, number one. I would say number two pick, but... Okay. Yeah. And I think, you know, it does still look a little bit uglier now. The worlds might not feel as big as they did when you were a kid if you grew up playing this. 
But man, it still feels just as good. And, and if this game doesn't exist, who knows where we're at with Mario nowadays? Yeah, exactly. And the variety of different levels in this game are so good. And the concept of just running around that castle, finding all the secrets, it is a top tier game, and it has to be on this list. Okay. Uh, let's have you jump in and say one. Okay. <laughs> this one. Oh, man, I had so you many. Okay, you can't go off shoot though. Like you look like you had the face of like, okay, I'm gonna try something that's a little out of. Well, that's it, the it, next five. It, it kind of is. I had so many runner ups for this last spot. I guess would mine be, and I finally came down to it. It's Mario Party Three, and Mario Party Three. Everybody talks about one because you got the blisters on your hands from rotating that freaking mini games. Yes. And then, I, have, I have reverse blisters because I burnt myself over Memorial Weekend. <laughs> uh, and then everybody thinks about two in their costumes. Like every single board you went to, you change out costumes. I think three is hands down the best one. Like it's not even close. The board wise, so much better. A lot of them in two, like you get stuck in the beginning of the board because you land on something and it brings you back. And I just don't like that about Mario Party games. But three, you got Waluigi, which is always good. I think he was in two. But the boards in three are the best and they have the reverse mushroom which is like op and yeah. i love that thing <laughs> so you just roll it so the star pops up behind you roll it get another star the next turn so here's my takeaway from this so i kind of thought when i was looking at this list that you might add this i feel like there needs to be an either or maybe there's enough room in your list to me the two that i had battling each other and mario party's not on my list but i kind of mm. thought you might was super smash brothers Oh. And I was like, I feel like you have to advertise potentially one of those two. So if I'm thinking of this in a 22 lens, Ultimate exists. I know that Super Mario Party, or Su- yeah, Super Mario, Mario Party All-Stars. Yeah. Superstars, whatever the frick it's called. Yeah. The game that went on my list. Yeah. Uh, that has boards from 3 and has some things, but I think the charm of 3 still exists where Super, Mar- Super Smash Brothers. It's pretty clunky nowadays on the N64. Agreed. It uh, yes. doesn't have those, like, you know, the charge attacks at all. And that feels very strange going back to. But, I mean, you can still have a lot of fun with mm-hmm. Super, and Super again, Smash Brothers. And so I think what's ended up happening here is, like, we have our lists. We'll have to come to a consensus probably for bits of time here. So it might get a little. So we have two now. That it's, we got to go back and forth yeah, on. Okay. Okay. But I, I, what's your sell for Super Smash? I just feel like it is such a great way, and maybe this is the argument to Mario Kart slash Diddy Kong. It's such a great way of advertising your entire roster, and it was like it's kind of it's fun to go back and see like basically what started this genre. Yeah. Like, and no other uh, competitor has ever come close. Like, Super Smash Brothers is the cream of the crop. Yes, they're better now. But but again, you could argue that with a lot of the games on this list, it's just, it's just, these are their first iterations a lot of the time. And for me, it's just that battle system, playing with your friends, getting to play some characters that you don't always get to mainline all the time. is just so entertaining. Now, again, obviously the roster has grown tremendously since then, <laughs> just a little. but it, there's something about like that, like a fighter, that type of thing that it's, it's so unique to have such a treasured game like that on your console. So, and again, but then I could also argue the Mario Party side, right? That's also the get your friends together. It's a different style of They're game. Both party games, yeah, though. exactly. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So well, we'll, we'll keep. Let's keep going because I want to see if there's more overlap in some of the other games. All right. So this would be my fourth pick, I guess. And I don't know if I list. Well, because you also have Mario 64. Yeah, exactly. And that was my number one. 
is uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time slash Majora's Mask. Okay, so it's really funny you did the slash, right? So I was thinking to myself this, because I have Majora's Mask as my number two on the list. Okay. And so, or not Majora's Mask, uh, Ocarina of Time. The reason I slashed Majora's Mask on there was I was almost wondering, there's a lot of people who actually think that game in a weird way tops Ocarina because of its specialty. My thing is I'm wondering if the time mechanic in that game it's hard Turn, to advertise that. And it turns off a lot of people, yeah. I would say. And so, but again, we all know if you listen to season one, I'm not a Zelda fan, but I can also step back and look. I mean, Ocarina of Time is famous beyond words. <laughs> yeah, it's such yeah. a great game. Yeah, it's and it's just... It would be almost dumb to have a top five list and not have from N64 and not have that one on. Yeah, that's my thing. And I look at the port on the 3DS of Ocarina of Time is really good. And Majora's Max one is pretty good overall. They do nerf the swimming mechanic when you're a Zora. So that's why I'm like, oh, maybe I lean towards Majora's because I like this one. But the Bomber Notebook in the 3DS version is better on uh, for Majora's Mask. So I don't really know. I could go both ways. And now you can play it on Switch Online. But you have to play a Zelda game. And I almost... It's just kind of pick your preference on that one. Yeah. Okay, so... I would lean then for us Mario 64, Super Mario 64, Legend of Zelda, let's just say Ocarina of Time with the caveat Majora's Mask. Those two are absolutely on the list. Yeah, we're in agreement there. We're not going to fight over that one. All right. What's your last one then? This is, I think, the trickiest one for me on the entire list because this is in either or as well. And I think you probably already know what it is. To, uh, maybe you don't. I can't decide what is the more marketable version. Goldeneye? perfect or perfect dark and i have i literally was thinking about it last night i've had this list done for about a a couple days now i was thinking it again last night like i can talk myself in and out of both of these Mm -hmm. i would argue the music in the campaign and golden eyes better i would agree yes the multiplayer the custom ability probably the overall multiplayer fun you can have with your friends is perfected and better on perfect uh, dark i don't know if i agree with that though really i think the customization yes so you but think the multiplayer is even some of the maps on golden yes no I, I would argue the maps are better and i even say like i have a lot of memories with like the game shark cheek where you break through the wall and yeah. like, even, <laughs> like marketing wise attaching yourself to a bond movie i just think makes a lot of sense yeah, i think some people when they hear the word goldeneye they probably think of the n64 versus the yes. movie I yeah mean. <laughs> exactly it's such a staple to the time now the reason it's not on my list is because i talked about going back in 2022 the control scheme is going to be very very hard to relearn because modern shooters have changed so much and going back to the single analog stick is going to be very hard yes but we did go back to perfect dark i don't know a couple years ago for you and I, and it was harder, but we got to the point where we started getting good. Yep. So if you had a bunch of people, like four, three buddies, two buddies, whatever, come over and try and play it, you could learn it again. Yeah. And, I, don't, I don't know. It's just, it feels like to me, and I understand like the controls aren't fantastic anymore, but if you're going to talk about the N64 as a whole, it's hard not to have I one know. of those two. So I, that's where it didn't make my list because I'm looking at it from a control aspect of 2022, yeah. but I, it was really hard not to put it on the list. So okay. I had it on the list right before, I think, as of yesterday. Okay. And then I put Mario Party 3 on there, and I'm rethinking that whole scenario again. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I guess then just as we get closer here, I would say this. I would lean towards putting Goldeneye over Perfect Dark. Okay. I, I think I am in agreement with you. And again, I think I've seen this somewhere, but 
the menu music and just like the casual music in Goldeneye has no business being as good as it is. <laughs> it's <right>. so good. <laughs> oh. oh, it's so good. Uh, so my last game on this list, out of order, it doesn't matter, is Star Fox 64. This game still holds up. It is the best Star Fox game, hands down. And what it does well is replayability and doing different missions, kind of like in Goldeneye where you had different objectives. This one, you have different objectives per level that take you to a different planet mm-hmm. and a different route. And I, you know, it has multiplayer, which is we messed around with when we were kids and it was fun. It's not the best multiplayer, but, you know, add on multiplayer. You can't go wrong. So the, the funny thing about this one is I think out of principle, like I just hated the Star Fox experience you made me go through in season one. <laughs> that, But again, I did even bring up how much I enjoyed Star Fox 64. This would be like six on my list of games here, oh. but I absolutely could see it jumping in and replacing... I mean, any one of them. It just depends on how many Mario games we have that are thrown in this list. So this is going to be the tricky part. I'm willing to put a dagger down and say, obviously, we agreed Super Mario 64. We agreed Legend of Zelda. I really think Goldeneye should be on this list. Yeah, and I think the one you... Well, yes. Okay, let's do It would be nice to have a shooter, just to recommend. Say, hey, the yeah. 64 did have good shooters. And we have to have a racer because the N64 in general has really good racers, but it's Mario Kart. You right? think so? Or it's Diddy Kong. Like, it's one of those two. But but, that's what I'm saying. Like, which one? (laughs) I think it decides what are we keeping between Mario Party or Star Fox, and I right away I go Star Fox. Okay. All right. So then I would say Mario Kart 64. What a banger list. I mean, think, okay, so I, I talk about advertising system. I'm speechless. I couldn't even get words out of my mouth there. <laughs> so our list is Super Mario 64, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, Goldeneye 007, or 007 Goldeneye. Just I actually say, don't yeah. know. I think it's Goldeneye 007. Yep. Mario Kart 64 and Star Fox 64. I mean, my goodness. That is a list. And that doesn't count like, you know, before I, because <laughs> I might spoil a game that you might pick. So. We'll go back to that list when we talk about it. There's so many good games on the N64. There's a lot of games that do not hold up nowadays. Goldeneye might be one of those in that regard, but mm-hmm. all those other ones, pretty well, again, good. I don't want you to speak any further because now that's exactly what we're going to do. It's like, here, we got you sold to buy the console. I mean, that top five you can probably put up against any top five, any console ever. Yes. Now it's time to kind of go a little wow, more. Yeah, per- maybe. That, yeah, I, that might be something we have to. We'll be doing at. this one more. Yeah, yeah, we have to look at that. Huh? Interesting. You know, what would be fun is once as we build this list up, we go through like all the different consoles. Then at the end of it all, like start like maybe battling throw them, them out, yeah. battle them together. <laughs> so that's our initial five. Now it's five games you should give a shot at. This you should was try. So freaking hard. To I <laughs> it's either you know back in the day maybe you go rent this one at the Blockbuster or the Hollywood Video, but right now. These are games that, you know, if you see them on Nintendo Switch Online or you see them at some retro gaming store on eBay, you're like, you know what? This is a good price. I'm going to take this or play it. So I'm going to just write out front. Or go to a library like me. I'm I'm the library of renting retro video games. I will lend you a game. There you go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Not actually a physical library. Yeah. I don't think they hold on to Find somebody that's a retro collector and be like, can I play this game? Okay. Yeah, I will say this. My list, I don't have really an order here. It's just these are five games I recommend. It depends on the genre. It depends on what I'm feeling. I have strong feelings about all these games just in different ways. Okay, interesting. So I, I'm going to, and by the way, if you're hearing a dog occasionally bark, you know, we're not going to like muzzle the dog. <laughs> we want it free loving, free living. So just hopefully Jazzy. it doesn't come. So anyways, going on, I would say my number, the number five that I have on this list here 
you mentioned it multiple different times, both in season one, and then we just did one of our other episodes that we record. Not sure when it's coming out, but humor is really, really hard to do in video games. And there is a game, there is a game that when I think back to it, I just chuckle. It makes me smile. I watched some more videos on it again recently just to to see the humor is dirty. It's crude. But I have just said you need to experience this game. Conquer's bad for a day. It's not where I thought you were going, but all right, all right. Where did you go? I don't know. I was like, are you going to do Paper Mario? No. Conquer's bad for a day is such a uniquely done game. and. It's just like you mentioned it, like you kind of stole my thought on that. Humor's so hard to do. It's so, and when it pops up in a game, it's a unique experience. It's like you, you should you should check this yeah, out. Do you think this humor still hits? I, I don't know. It's there's a lot of raunchy humor in this game. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, even the multiplayer mode in the oh game is the, so addicting. The, the like, sniper it, mode, yeah. yeah. The, the sniper <laughs> mode is so good. The in the in the, right between the, the yes, the subtle dialogue that is said between the characters in these multiplayer modes is so fun. I guarantee you, you will laugh. Like it's just, it's a good time. And it's like it's a, it's such a. We don't have anything like it nowadays, really. No, and what's interesting about it, it parodies so many things in pop culture mm-hmm. that. Okay, does that have an impact on people today in 2022 if they didn't grow up pl- doing oh, I'm, some things? Like I'm willing that? to bet you like a Benjamin that there are things that would get this game canceled nowadays. Oh. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not saying I condone everything. Yeah. It's just, it is a fun romp into something that Whatever we just do not was. see. Yeah. yeah, that was the, one of the most unique platformers. And I'm going to, you know, I have an order, but this fits really nicely. So speaking of games that I don't think work today because they all their jokes and weirdness is focused on a particular time period. So the nineties mm-hmm. and my, <laughs> my game is Gex enter the gecko <laughs> for the N64. It's it also on the PS one, but yeah. okay. that, that's on game pass. They backlog. I always, I always pass by it. What? No, maybe I'm thinking of No, I'm the, thinking of blinks. Not hey, Gex. <laughs> totally different game. So I initially wrote this down as like a joke and I was like, you know what? There was something about this game that made me want to collect all the TV remotes. Because this game, you go into different like TV stations. Do you remember this at all, me playing this? I'm, I'm trying to... While you're doing it, I'm going to look it up. Because I feel like as soon as you brought up the TV station, something popped in my head. I just want to see if the visual in my head is correct. So the level variety is... There's a Titanic level. So that's like a 90s reference. Maybe that's early 2000. I don't even remember anymore. But the, it's goofy. But the platform is actually really good. And if you like the collect-a-thons, like from Mario and stuff. I think yeah. you're going to enjoy yeah. this a little bit. Uh, it's got so much humor that I don't think would land today because of how long ago it was. But if you're somebody a little bit older like us, I think you should give it a shot. And I think it's still, no, I haven't put my hands on the controller with this game in a very long time, but I think it still probably holds up in a strange way. It's a James Bond gecko. I love him in the yeah, little suit with the bow tie. And I remember the final boss in this game there. I'm not going to spoil it, but there's one, perspective switch where it like goes into first person and he's shooting at you and you have to dodge it from his perspective and oh, it's, it's pretty interesting yeah. i feel like uh 90s games in general was the era of people were just throwing things onto a whiteboard and trying to see what stuck and we're getting refinement out of games nowadays mm-hmm. but the creativity you could maybe argue is lessened in some eras or areas. And there's something about there's just such a weird amalgamation of just nonsense in games in the 90s that you don't see anymore. No, yeah. Like this game, 
I didn't play the first one, but I believe this is the second. I, th- I believe there's three on the N64 off the top of my head. Maybe there's two. I don't know. doesn't matter. It's just watch a video on it. And if you think it looks cool, give it a shot. I'm just saying if it, this is probably still really cheap, I assume. Yeah. So okay. check it out. All right. Uh, my next pick in, this is a unique one. I know you'll remember this game, but it's, I think it's never been done better. And it's Tetris done correctly. And oh. for me, Tetrisphere <laughs> is, is so strange. It is the, I never would have in my life guessed that this would have been like an entertaining, fun game to play. But especially like the multiplayer, when you're playing against someone on the same sphere, it slowly gets closer and closer. The the way, and it's hard to explain, and you kind of, that's what I was going to talk about, is the way that the camera zooms it, there's like a, there's almost an awe factor of like, oh no, like that's the timer that like you start freaking out, you get stressed, you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, because before, you know, on Tetris, it would slowly, the blocks would go up to the top, and you know, if you get to the top, well, I'm done. Well, this one, the camera perspective yeah. keeps moving in, so it's, it, and it's, it's a different feeling. It, it's so, and it, there's not much more to talk about. It's Tetris on a sphere, and but it's you can play against a buddy, and it's just tense. It's fun. There's a lot of like back and forth. I can see just lots of people this trying to really play this, making me want to just like bust it right? like right now. No, like, it, it is such a fun experience that I'm kind of shocked that. They haven't gone back to the yeah, wall on that. Yeah, I know because we have Tetris Effect now, which is yeah. a brilliant game yeah. VR and all that. It's a different, but it's true. We don't have this. I would change. love to see Tetrisphere come back. Oh. I would and, love. And it, it's kind of cool because you get to pick your character. You never really see your character, but this little weird robot yeah. looking guy. <laughs> yeah. It's like this is cool. Like, yeah. and that is a game that yeah it doesn't. It's probably really cheap. So if you're a collector out there, go for it. It's probably still cheap now. Even <laughs> video game prices are crazy right now. Yeah. So I have that in my collection, but find somebody, play that game. You will have fun. I, I, yeah, I just, I recommend it. It's, it's just a great fun pick. game. That's a great pick. Thank I you. forgot about that one. Thank you, thank you. Well, that makes me happy. I, I snuck one in on you. All right, so my next recommendation for a game that you should try out is Battle Tanks. Yeah, and, this is the one, it was like, this is number six. I was almost going to throw this one out. So, I love this game. <laughs> <laughs> love it. This game's multiplayer was so much fun, and... The story concept is really freaking weird. So basically, the fertility rate of women dropped super hardcore. And so then the world went to apocalypse and everybody is now fighting over queen lords and trying to protect the women. So they're basically gone into tribalistic and blowing up people in tanks. It's super weird. You're going to rescue your girlfriend, I think, across the country. But the gameplay is super good. Yes. Like, obviously, they're going to have a little bit of wonky controls because you're on the N64 controller. But... It's hard, it's fun, the level variety is pretty good, and it's just tanks battling. I think Global Assault expanded the amount of tanks you had, and I can't, hmm. I, I think yeah, we spent yeah, most did. of our time in one. We but did. Yeah, we definitely spent a lot more time You see one. either one, pick it up, you're going to have a good time. Yeah. Plus, you get to pick, your tanks change color with each tribe you do, and yep. they have some weird comic book stills in the story. Like, it's it's a game. You need to check it out. That would be, yeah, that's, it's just, yeah. Such a good game, right? It's there were so many fun, like mul- yeah, and the campaign was pretty fun yeah. too, actually. Yeah. I know, and yeah, there's multiplayer in the N64. I mean, that's what that system was made to do. And so maybe we have a little bias coming in because there was three of us brothers growing up, so we always had people to play with. But play this game, invite people over, invite a stranger over. I don't care, your neighbor, bond. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next one on my list is actually my. I, I would argue my third favorite sports game all time. Uh, maybe my number two favorite sports game. And it's something we direly need back in today's day and age. And that's NFL Blitz 2000. Uh, 
I, you know, the, the really funny thing about this game was I recently was like, you know, do, do I still like that game as much as I thought? I went, I remember going on YouTube like a week or so ago and I started watching some just older footage of the gameplay. As soon as it played, the sound effects, the music, the title, everything clicked right back into place. I'm like, yep, this is it. The <laughs> fact that you're sumo dropping on guys, <laughs> kicking people. You're just, it's just that game is everything that is fun. It's the arcade style sports game that we don't Super get fiat. in the Madden NFL blandness of today. It's very fast paced, quick. Oh. Just the rules are it's a uh, you can like it without being a sports yeah. fan because it's just ridiculous. And the thing that's fun for me, though, too, is like imagine seeing that style game with the graphics we have today. There's so much fun you can do. Don't worry about like the gigantic franchise modes, cut all that stuff and do it more on the just weird and wackiness that happens on the field. There's so much room and it doesn't have to just be NFL blitz. Do you know, we had like, do like, I know we had some wild stuff with like basketball back in the day, but do soccer and hockey. And like, there's so much fun to be had. It's like, it's such a fun experience. I remember laughing so much at the ridiculousness. It's just, it's a fun time, and that's what a lot of these N64 games are. So, yeah. Uh, Me and Kevin used to play this against each other all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's my other brother. Uh, one little side note. Apparently, which is kind of cool, on the Dreamcast version, so they have the VMU memory card, so they have that little screen, the controller. You can look at your plays on that, so you can kind of like... Oh, really? It doesn't pop up that's on the cool. screen, yeah. so you kind of have the little secrecy going on. That's so true. Like the, the N64 was the er- one of the eras of screen cheating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's screen true. watching. Screen cheating. That's when we used to build the device yeah the cardboard the, <laughs> the block cardboard to split the screen yeah. yeah so good uh playing uh golden eye like that oh, getting yeah. super uh in depth with our creations yeah. of that oh good stuff good stuff my next game it's a little game called mischief makers yeah okay i remember this one too yeah really i i, I so when i was looking and when i say i remember it i was looking it up and i remember seeing it i didn't play it that much okay but so this is sprite work uh so th- i would say the main criticism of this game is the controls and it uses the C buttons kind of move around a little bit, which a lot of shooters did, but this is a side scroller and it's one of the few games that also uses the D pad, which is very, very limited in on the N64 catalog. This game is awesome. I love it. The sprite work is so good. It's so goofy. Like <laughs> there are so many different levels and they take very short periods to beat. There's 52 levels. So that, that's quite a few levels in this and the creativity in these levels are unparalleled and it's just a goofy it's so japanese and just look at a screenshot and look at the characters in the game and you'll be like what is this (laughs) and i bought this game randomly and i was like and reviews are pretty bad on it overall and i I was like why are people not liking this game Mm. it's so good and it holds up so well you should go out and play this game Okay. It's like uh, there's theme songs like shake it, shake it. It's super weird. <laughs> you you like games with weird, strange like theme songs. Yes, I'm I do. Convinced. Oh my gosh. And just play it. I don't got anything else to play. <laughs> this is a game you should go out and check out. All right. It's probably one of the top games on the N64 for you to check out. Oh, well, I mean, this is your list. <laughs> it's true. All right. So my next is technically the superior version is on the Dreamcast. So it's funny that you just brought up Dreamcast. That is really interesting. Uh, and. But for me, a game that I and maybe you can quabble about like which one to recommend. Uh, I believe San Francisco Rush twenty forty nine. Oh, the nice. So for starters, the actual gameplay itself, the only annoyance I remember ever having is there's a weird spin out mechanic where if you don't land correctly off jumps, your momentum kind of gets killed a little bit. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, the battle park 
mode in this game and trying to just... Was that in 2? Yeah, I think I'm, it might have been. Well, it was in 2049. Okay, but like, uh, They all kind of... They all... Yeah. It's, I can't remember. Head. I think... Was it 1 or 2 that had the Mountain Dew collection? Oh, my gosh. I yeah. think that was 1 or 2. Yeah. I don't know. Which, which was also great. But the Battle Park, to me, was at its best, and its soundtrack was at its best in San Francisco Rush. Okay. And... I so and again I was I, I literally did the same thing you did I went online and I was like okay which one am I actually remembering correctly and it was absolutely this one the the just open arena where you just aimlessly drive around oh trying God. to score points listening to the soundtrack it's just trying this is such a jumps man why oh. this is another example I was complaining about Tetrisphere why isn't it come back why don't we have this like. And, yeah. and, and I think Forza tried something somewhat similar just recently. The, the Burnout games maybe a little sort bit. Of, yeah. We need this series back. Oh, my. I just remember looking for those keys in Mountain Dew cans. Like, yeah. just unlocking stuff. You know what would be fun, though, is, like, with the craft beer scene? Like, just start doing, like, craft beer collectibles instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh. This is a game I've want, been on my radar to go back to and just, yeah. like, invite you guys yeah, over. I would love to play this again. Just trying to collect everything. And yeah. Then, Maybe the racing's not even that good. It doesn't matter because trying to find everything well, is great. Well, here's the thing, right? The fact that I remember an issue with the racing makes me think it's probably atrocious nowadays, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I can't I can't say, but like I just this game's gonna so be cheap yeah. still, uh, if you're just looking for the cartridge. And again, if you're going in the mentality everything's so fast paced and quick. That was the beauty of the cartridge too. Yeah, like, it's just so quick. And I think what gets lost on us some days is I, I get in the same groove like, oh, I just got to beat the game. Like, that's what I do and then move on to the next. This one, you just mess around and have fun yeah. in. Like, the same thing we did in Super Mario 64. Not Super Mario 64. Well, yeah, that one too. But Mario Kart 64. We just mess around on the levels and see, all right, if I do this jump, can I make it to the other side? Yeah. And like, you yeah. know, the high uh, Royals Peach ca- Castle. Or their, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Like trying to go off that <laughs> jump so many times. And then oh, yeah, because you, like, you try and get glitched on like the, yeah. the warp spot. Oh, like, yeah. if you want to just take a night an evening and just mess around in these games. And I feel like rush does a really good job of, all right, try and get this key, try and go off this jump and grab it. And yep. Well, there were so many times, times I remember, and maybe it was in some of the other ones as well. You'd be doing the race and you're like, I okay, screw the race. I turn around to try and like, I got to collect that. How do I get that? Like there's just, there's something about those style of games. And I think as kids, just the innocence of being a kid and playing these games is so much fun nowadays is like maybe we need a little bit of alcohol <laughs> just to help out a little bit but it's like just getting a couple of buddies together and just playing these things or there you know you're gonna have nothing but a fun time playing it but yeah oh that arena just trying to collect and get the high scores and trying to like beat your friends oh loved it all right so my second to last game on this list is snowboard kids 2 and I you have, and, weren't you and our brother just talking about this game? Yeah, we yeah. were, which is funny because he has no memories of it. I was like, we played this at work. <laughs> uh, I have more memories of one. It seems like two does basically everything a little bit better, more variety. I think you could go either way and be fine, but I'm going to say two just because they have this weird walk around mechanic too uh, that you go, uh, I think in the, some village or something. I don't, okay. I don't even know if I, I might've played this game a little bit, but most of my memories are one. And I feel like the level variety in two changes up enough. I mean, you're eventually going to be snowboarding on grass and sand, just yeah. like in the first one. And the weird thing about this one is to do laps, mm-hmm. you have to go to the end of the level and get into the lift and then go start over. Yeah. So you're fighting to get into that small little section to get yeah. in the lift. <laughs> and you know, it still has power ups. You, you, 
So it's kind of like that Mario Kart theme, but this is a, another racer on the N64 that's definitely worth your time. I feel like like the snowboard style games, like because there was like 1080 snowboarding, yep. uh, there was SSX, like the, the yeah, tricky PS2, series yep. and stuff like that. Like, I feel like there's a lot of those style games where we don't see as much that are successful. Like I know Steep tried to be yep. we have modern games, but we don't get a lot of that anymore. No, and obviously this one had to make enough money to make a sequel, so people bought enough. I think this is a very, very... I don't want to use the word hidden gem, but you should play this game or find somebody who owns it and play some multiplayer. I think you're going to have a good time with it. I've, this is also another game that's on my list to revisit again. Yeah. Like so many games. Yeah. Okay. Well, then my final game on the list. <laughs> if you heard that, that was our dog trying to come in the door. And now she's in here. Okay. Yeah, she's like a velociraptor. Yeah. She jumps in. Uh, well, that's very fitting, Mike. <laughs> oh, is it? It's going to be Turok. Dinosaur. Yeah. Uh, so here's the thing with Turok is I am a little leery on the fact that I'm wondering if the controls are a little quaky, possibly. Uh, they're not quaky. So, uh, and when we say quaky, we mean quake one that we talked about in season one. I played the first game again and it is hard to control a bit, but I got used to it. Yeah. Okay. Pretty quick. So. The thing is, is like the nostalgia factor for this series. The like, I, I still like when you're like collecting the triangles. Like, I can just close my eyes and just hear the like the sound effects in these games are so well done, and it, it's one of the series I'm beyond shocked in today's day and age we don't have something like this. Yeah, like, they did that uh, reboot remake thing yeah. in 2006 or something Xbox yeah. era in, Xbox 360. Well, in Turok, just in general, is like it's one of those experiences. Like it's it's unique. Maybe there's a an issue with like the main character and like some people having issues with it today. I don't know, but I just I I love those games. It was always the in a especially like in Dinosaur Hunter. Like you have the dino, you're hunting the dinosaurs, but then there's like the gorillas and like just the randomness of the game is just there's always the factor of like okay what am i going to encounter next what's the surprise and it's a unique take instead of just shooting people it's it's just this, a different style it's fun you get to shoot people too yeah, yeah you do you do but it's like you get this variety that pistol sound is yes. just stuck in my well head. and then and just like the the different upgrades the sounds the music just, just when they when the guys die like that haunt, that weird noise yeah. that they make i don't know it, it's such a unique game that it's like it's another and that was kind of a common theme with my list was we just have so many games like why are they now why are these series not coming back yeah we did who has a, the rights like a remaster of those games on yeah. modern consoles well if you had to pick which game out of the three to rock wars 2 I th- it would be really hard to like just i mean i think i'm probably most nostalgic about the first one Oh, is it? Is you're it wrong? Two is the best. Is two the? I know you're, you're, you're throwing up the fingers on me. So Turok Two is that probably the? I feel like that one. One has that cerebral core, the thing that eats the brain. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. So I yeah. I feel so like that's. I, well, that's, I that, that's two. Yeah, it's two. Okay. So then I'm completely misremembering then, which is not a shock. Uh, yeah. I don't know. There's just something unique. There's a interesting place that style of game Turok fit that just we don't have anymore no. and i just if it holds i think for you know obviously we gave our marketing title games and stuff like that for like a different take on a shooter this is a fun experience to kind of go jump into so yeah yeah i mean great pick i didn't really think about that i think that was on my marketing side like oh this is a tier below let's yeah. do it but I, we've we've talked about that game before and maybe yeah, we should do that in a future season yeah i think during the quake episode at yeah, the end you think of turok when yes, you think of quake. yes which is what yeah exactly <laughs> so 
Maybe we'll do one of those in the future season. That could, that could be pretty fun. My last game is Mystical Ninja starring Goemon. I assumed that would, if you would have had me guess, I would say I think this is on your list. Yeah, so one of the best games on the N64. It is a Zelda-like and a Japanese take. You run around a bunch of bigger towns doing objectives. The frame rate's not the greatest. The draw distance is not the greatest, but it's the N64. Who cares? You're going to have fun with this. It's super weird. There's four different characters you can play as, and they all play differently and the concept is just so goofy just watch a video of it and you get these big robot battles it's like so strange and one thing is there's a nice variety of dungeons that you explore and they're different different objectives within each one uh there is a sequel and that is more of a 2d side scroller i have yet to play that game maybe we will one day and i think you could probably Play either one of those and be fine. Uh, I think the second one's probably more expensive nowadays, but that one is also harder from what I've heard. But check out Goemon games. Okay. The Mystical Ninja. You, you definitely have talked highly about them. Yes. Play them. It's fun. And then I did just want to add, because I wanted you to kind of uh, guess that maybe there was a certain game that would be on this list. I just want to say, because I live to consistently disappoint you, uh, I purposely didn't put Pokemon Snap on here. It's just, to me, that's just in the aura of if you bought an N64, you're just going to have it. So <laughs> just, it, it just, it's just floating out there. Uh, yeah, that's a game that's floating. May the memes continue. <laughs> Man, this was really difficult to do, though. Like, yeah, so I don't think we're going to make a top-tier list of those games. No, this, this is our personal choices. Yeah, so I would stand by all those games. Go check them out. Play them. Emulate them. Whatever you want to do, add them to your collection. But those are five... Or those are 10 games you should play. Mm-hmm. Technically, that's 20 games. We technically talked about 20 games. Yeah. Well, well, not, not exactly. There's, there's, overlap. there's overlap. Yeah, yeah. So I want to hear your five on five list here. So let us know what you would pick. And I hope you find some new games to play, revisit some old classics, and maybe they'll come on your top 10 games of 2022, 23. Who knows? So go enjoy the N60 Love, our beloved N64. Not everybody thinks that, and that's okay, but we grew up, and that was one of our favorites, so it's got to be our first five and five list. What console will be next? Who knows? Hope you enjoyed your time with us. (laughs) 